Hello and welcome to episode 6 of the Cool Tribe podcast. This podcast is powered by Cloud Forest. Cloud Forest is a climate action company whose mission is to make planning art cool. This week we are joined by Donald Quinn. Donald is the founder of Enzo, an environmental and social impact business which helps your business to benchmark sustainability performance, improve it and communicate it to customers who care. Donald started Enzo because he witnessed firsthand the knowledge gap between business practices and sustainability best practices, and he wanted to fix that. In this episode, we spoke to Donald about the origins of Enzo, sustainability challenges facing small businesses, and the support which he received from the government through different programs. This was a really enjoyable episode to record, and we really hope you enjoy it. So, without further ado, let's get straight into it. Hello and welcome to the Cool Tribe podcast. My name is Alan O'Donovan and I'm joined here with Bernard Pender. Good morning. And Donald Quinn. Good morning. So um, I suppose we'll, we'll go back to the very start, Donald, um, like all great stories. So we'll start with school. So what kind of person were you in school? Were you entrepreneurial or, you know, did, did were you always entrepreneurial? We'll start with that. Yeah, so... Back to my sort of school days, I did, myself and my little brother actually, we used to cut our neighbour's grass for a few uh, few quid for a bit of pocket money. And yeah, so we all sort of had that streak to go and um, get out there and do a little bit extra, which was great. And then in my later days in school, yeah, obviously I was very studious and I need to say that. But um, <laughs> we, yeah, I actually became a DJ when I was about 17 or 18 and set up like a mobile DJ business and that was doing like weddings and 21st so it was, well, it was very cheesy stuff but yeah it was, yeah. It was good it was um, that sort of working at the weekend and trying to um, earn that bit of extra money and and, and and talk to me about your 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 mother and father yeah what did they do yes yeah, so my uh, dad he worked in the brewery actually in Dundalk so okay. I'm from Dundalk originally and, and grew up there and uh, my mother was sort of you know doing like temping and and um, working as you know in, in some civil service jobs as well. So, uh, yeah. It's Bro- brothers and sisters? Yeah, one brother, one sister. I'm the oldest, so I was setting the good example up. <laughs> and yeah, like my brother, he lives over in the west of Ireland, actually, over in Inishcrone, a lovely place. Then my sister lives uh, in Dundalk. Oh, Inishcrone, I know I know that well. We, we we used to have a forest base there in the previous oh, existence, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. our nor- northwest, uh, northwest base is what we used to call it. Wonderful for surfing, beautiful golf. Oh, unbelievable, and I've never surfed. I, it is on my list, so I do need to do that. Golf, I play some pitching pot. So anyway, that's it. Yeah, so I suppose once you got out of school, go to university? I did, yes. Yeah. So I went to Dublin straight away, and I, I did a course that wasn't uh, suited to me, really. Ended up, didn't complete that, so it was retail and services management. I don't know whether I was just too young. I was literally just straight out of uh, secondary school. Um, or maybe just wasn't the right course. So left that, um, came back, worked, continued DJing, then went travelling for a little bit. Brilliant. Came back and went to Dundalk, DKIT as a mature student, to study marketing. And that was great. That was a four-year course. And from there, then worked in marketing, really, um, for six, seven years. Okay. Yeah. And, and what marketing, the f- a four-year course in marketing. Yeah. And it was really, it was before digital marketing was an actual course we had a module of digital okay. marketing and it was a lot of like traditional marketing and consumer psychology and behavior and really interesting but um i think when we came out there was a lot of younger guys who were really like up to speed on a lot of the social media stuff which 
Okay. And you, you got a job then, you were a journalist then, was it? Is it did you go into journalism? Is, did I read that somewhere? No, so straight out of um, um, Dundalk College, I went to, I, I worked with a children's food producer actually, and that was um, in Warren Point. And that was a marketing job, and that was really um, like cross-border sales and marketing, which was very, very interesting. You're learning about small business, small food producer as well, and then also like cross-border business. So it was a really cool role. And then from there, um, worked for a property developer in Dublin for you know nearly well five and a half years, nearly six years. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the property? Are you allowed to name them today? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I can't do. They're, yeah, they're called Heinz. A really great company, actually. So global real estate company. Um, a lot of that was traditional marketing, where you're looking at doing like signage, um, you know, hoarding around um, around sites, and then a lot of stakeholder engagement and community engagement. And that's actually where the idea for from Enso actually started. So we did a lot of corporate social responsibility, working with the community, trying to talk to the community, and then working with you know charity groups and and partners on the ground. So and from there, I really got an interest with working with charities. So I suppose the seed was planted then, and was that what was the was there a eureka moment with Enzo, or was it a slow build up of no, idea? It was a slow build up. So okay. um, we. Yeah, so look, from the very beginning, I, I, I kind of knew I did want to start my own business at some point. I always had that um, spark that was burning. And really, when lockdown came, I started focusing on what that could be. And initially, it was through my experience with um, my previous role, where I wanted to set up a company which would help smaller businesses uh, work with charities and really pull together a lot of their um, maybe smaller budgets and then to have a big impact with a big project. Mm. And that was the initial idea for Enso. And then um, started to talk to businesses about that. And so uh, sustainability was such a, a bigger issue, actually. Okay, so you, you, how, how, when was Enzo formed? So you, you, the idea has come from... Yeah, really, let's say like March 2020 um, was lockdown. I, it, we became a limited company in November 2020. And the sole purpose of that was to avail of the innovation vouchers. And we'll talk about that later, maybe, um, from Enterprise Ireland. And it was a really... that's you know, to help you work with a knowledge provider, they're called. And these are different colleges and universities all around the country which specialise in maybe software development or product development. And, you know, that uh, through that uh, process, I worked with a really great software developer who helped me formulate, like, it took us ages, we took us months and months and months from, like, teasing out what it could be, what it couldn't be, and um, but really interesting process. It was, it was a long process that lasted maybe till May 2021. And then we had the bones of what Enso was going to be. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and I'm looking at it there, like, kind of going, so the steps taken from your initial idea to to form this company around maybe helping charities yeah. to where Enzo is today. Yeah. How, how long of a process is that? You probably thought it was going to be maybe we'd get this done in maybe a month. Oh, it's <laughs> honestly amazing. People say this, that it's going to take longer than expected, and it really, really does. It's insane. So... Um, yeah, everything you do think you're going to do, it's going to take three times as long. And it's and that's only because you're learning and you're finding out new bits of information. So we launched in August 2022. Yeah, so literally just three or four months ago. So it's really from like idea conception in, let's say, April to May like 2020, right through then to August 2022. So 
and it's the, the platform's it. up and running now. It's up and running. Yep, yep. And and you've onboarded. I, I know you're 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 heavily involved with the. You're focused on the food and drinks industry initially. Yes. And yep. many many partners have you got on board now? So you've start. You've only really launched the business in August, and many partners are using the plat- platform. Yes. So last week we hit our uh, milestone of fifty wow. uh, customers, wow. and uh, this week we're up fifty five, maybe fifty six. So and um, we had a big sales and marketing push over the last couple of uh, weeks. But we've got a great partnership um, with Skillnet, Taste for Success. Ah, so we had Bridie in. Oh yeah, Bridie's on a previous podcast. So yeah, absolutely brilliant. And so I spoke with Bridie before we launched, and they had a couple of programs ongoing, and one in particular called Strategy Green, where they worked with their uh, members on sustainability to really help them put a strategy in place. And she, when she saw the platform, really thought it was a great idea. And then through that, we ended up getting actually funding in place for their members to you know have ongoing support around sustainability okay and, and i'm there like i'm thinking so when you started off the supports that were in place and i know we've said we were going to come back to that i yeah. think it's incredible and um, sometimes the government gets a lot of criticism for 100 and, and rightly so for certain things that yeah. they um they do and and you know you have to hold governments to account but i don't think they get enough praise for the supports that are in place for entrepreneurs at the start of a journey so from your perspective, it, it, you know, w- what did you do? Did you ring up your local enterprise office, or ha- tell us the journey? Because I know there's going to be people listening here today going, yeah. "I've got a, I've got a kernel of an idea, but I don't know where to start." And support can be, like you say, it can be uh, educational support, mm-hmm. and it can be financial. Yeah. So, can 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 you enlighten people that maybe are listening to the podcast today on what your journey has been to to starting your business, engaging with support mechanisms and then yeah, to launch. Definitely. So I really echo your point around government getting a lot of stick. Uh, people are really quick to criticise what Ireland doesn't have, mm. but actually around, you know, um, entrepreneurial support, there's a lot there. And, you know, sometimes it does take a lot of work and maybe there's a little bit of unnecessary paperwork or it could take a little bit longer than some hoops to jump through. But when you get the supports, they're all there and, you know, they follow through in them all and they're all, you know, it's fantastic. Um, from the start, um, so my first, I, I was Googling sort of entrepreneurial support. I found Dublin BIC and they were launching, so that's, um, they have a program called, I think it's still running, it's ES2, so it's a half day workshop. And it was during COVID, so that was all online, where they literally just talk about what's the problem you're trying to solve or what's the solution and really just the, the very basics and to, to help you sort of figure it out in your mind. Um, that was, I found that really helpful. From there, I then applied for Enterprise Ireland, New Frontiers, Phase 1. And that was, it's a, it's a part-time course where you do it maybe, it was during COVID as well, so it might be changed now, but it's maybe two evenings a week where you do really high intensity looking at your, pro- at your problem you're solving. And that's the big thing is, are you solving a problem? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times people have this idea and although they really, really believe in it, it just might not be solving a problem, so it just won't go anywhere. So you do need to do that investigative work and researching and speaking to potential customers um, so definitely, I'd advise check out Enterprise Ireland New Frontiers Phase One. That's a really great. Uh, first. Uh, and, and and then you're accepted into that program, are you? And then yes, what's the process then? From so look, it is competitive. You do have to um, you do have to go through an application process, but you know I think they run a lot of them all over the country, and they're, they're, they are trying to help as many people as possible. Um, and then once you do that, it's maybe three months, I think it lasted. And at the end of that, you're presenting your, your idea and pitching it to you know a panel who are giving you actual real feedback. Which is and is that, that panel's 
former entrepreneurs or is it training? Enterprise Ireland mentors, as far as I remember, okay. yeah. So yeah. probably had been in an entrepreneurial space. and Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, you get honest feedback there, I'd say. Real honest feedback. And, you know, from there, then you could go a number of ways. There's the NDRC, um, which is um, a national organisation of, um, yeah, of an, of an entrepreneurial support and they've run a number of programs called the Pre-Accelerator. And that's, again, a free program, which is part-time. And then you also have their Accelerator program, which is very, very competitive. And that involves getting funding at the end of it. So so you, you would ultimately then get funding and... Yeah, the funding is €100,000. And, um, you know, you get a lot of mentorship and a lot of guidance from them as well. And okay. plugged into the network. I haven't done that yet. Um, okay. and But then the other one I would say to people, the big one is New Frontiers Phase 2. And that is where you, you literally get support to leave your full-time role. And that's how I... And these new frontiers, are, are they for businesses that have a capability to scale globally? Or yeah, it, it, they're it really is. focused on bringing it internationally? Yes, you do need to have an export. So it couldn't be maybe if you're setting up a barber shop that just, you know, that's just going to be a shop that won't scale. It needs to be, you know, I, they have some parameters, but the big one is it needs to be scalable. Okay. So I know... Alan has a great, this great question. I've seen this on, 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 on the list of questions we wanted yeah. to ask you today. What is Enzo today? And what was Enzo at the start of the journey? So I know you've, you've talked about you were focused on your... I, when I first saw the platform, I thought it was beautiful and it hadn't even launched. So yeah. it, it was probably wrong to call it a platform. It was a website. And I went, oh, look at this. This is, this is, this is somebody trying to do something in the same space nearly we're, we're in, but not. Completely. They're trying to bring customers on a journey to a better, and ultimately, if we've got loads of businesses doing that, you end up with a better world. Yeah. So, talk to us about what is Enzo today, in your opinion. Okay, so what is Enzo today to me? Really, at the minute, it's a sustainability platform to help small and micro businesses who don't have the resources or don't have the supports currently to get a strategy in place, start implementing it in. You know, we help them break it down into manageable chunks and actions. And then the big part is to help it add value to their business. So we really believe that unless sustainability is something which adds value to a business, then it just won't be prioritised and it won't be invested in, and then they won't have the impact. So I, I know when we talk to people about Cloudforce, and I say I, I always wanted to, you know, our mission at Cloudforce was to turn sustainability from a cost to an asset. Exactly. And yeah. when I say that to business people, they say, tell me more. You know, because costs are the demon that, that they look at every day in their business and yep. they don't want to add costs. And I think when I saw your platform and I, I said to myself, Do you know what, I was only, I had a Zoom today before you arrived in uh, with a business person. I said, you know what, I've got a guy coming in later, coming into the podcast studio. And he's built this amazing platform. I said, it's ideal for you because you don't know where to start. He was saying exactly. to me, I wouldn't know where to start with sustainability. Like we do a bit of recycling here in the office and, yeah. And so the Enzo today really brings... Yeah, well, look, we've got three main f yeah. functions, I suppose. Number one is when you come on board, you create your strategy. And we've got a simple three-step strategy creation tool, which every business goes through the same one and asks the same questions. And at, at the end of that, you've got your bespoke sustainability roadmap. Um, once that's done, you get resources, guides and supports through the platform to implement that and to really start taking immediate action. And then how do you communicate that then? How do they, do you give them marketing material that they can pump yep, out to their... We do. So once you make your initial commitments on the website, and again, we're, you know, greenwashing is such a big issue at the minute, and that's mm. really where businesses are making either false claims or, you know, 
claims that they just didn't really look into themselves and you know they're just not entirely true and we want businesses to be really clear about what they're saying what they're doing and so that's clear and transparent communication so firstly we allow businesses to, uh, to do that through looking at all of their impacts individually and then really making detailed commitments against all of them um, you, you know what's interesting on that is uh, i we're working at the moment with and um, one of the probably large one of the large tech companies and i, I won't name who they are mm-hmm. and they would be demonized probably in the grander media mm-hmm. but if you if you did a deep dive on what they're actually doing at community level uh, renewable energy level in terms of a decarbonization yeah it's incredible yeah. and i only learned of another program the other day from another multinational that we we engaged with that are everybody wants to everybody understands they have to do something and what i really love about the enzo platform is most people don't know where to start so I'm I'm looking at Enzo. It's a starting point for any small business that's listening to our podcast today. Go to the Enzo. It's Enzo.ie or .com, is it? Or? Yeah, so it's Enzo, E-N-S-O, and then Initiatives. And okay. That was our uh, original name and URL. So, uh, .com. .com, .ie will bring you there. Okay. And look, we are focused right now on food and drink producers, and that was really, for launching, we, we did need to um, pick a really, you know, a niche target market, but this is an area where... I started my marketing in originally and an area I'm really passionate about. And somewhere we can have a great impact. But a lot of these businesses, it's very small, like business owners with a small team who just, as I said earlier, don't have the resources um, to really help them get started. And then just to finish on communication, we actually, we have a digital badge which will go onto their website. Oh, we love badges. We like and and this, is, this is an interactive badge, so it looks great, but then it also, if someone clicks it, a webpage will appear with all of their sustainability um, commitments targets and all of their information brilliant so uh, th- that'll go on t- uh, people are using that under instagram bio under email signatures and then also we're uh, developing a qr code to go on to packaging and people can scan that and then go straight it's like this is our sustainability commitments and and, and the company's sustainability commitments are built on the enzo platform so they don't have to build anything into their own website exactly so. no it's completely completely done through the platform and updates live so it's not just a static page either on your website it's a live um, screen, uh, screenshot of what exactly you're doing. So, so talk to me about the. You've been operating the sustainability space now officially is from the start of Enzo two and a half years. Uh, has yeah. it effect, What have you learned on that journey? Yeah, um, learned a lot, and I suppose the big one is there's a there's a lot being done, but a lot to do. So maybe like the company that you spoke about there, and companies like it who have a team or have a sustainability person it's a lot easier for them to get their commitments in place and to start moving towards their targets. And where the big gap is really the small and micro businesses, as I said, just don't have the resources there to hire someone or to work with a consultant. Um, so yeah, look, overall, I think what I've learned, yeah, there is a lot being done, but there's so much more to do. And a lot of it is communication and helping people just getting started. And the big thing that I'm finding with companies is that when, when we go through our system, a lot of time it's like, oh yeah, we actually are doing this or we're thinking about doing that. And it's not all about always about like picking out the negative things that you're doing, there's also a lot of really positive stuff. And if you can start highlighting them as well, it really gives that encouragement. And So like, you, yeah, you, you probably start on the platform and you're like, oh, I'm not doing anything. But as you work your way through the platform, yeah. you realise, yeah. well, maybe I'm doing 40% and this is great. And it gives people a little bit of a, That's it. That's, a lift. And um, when we go through the platform, we, we kind of label everything to say, has this been started yet? Is it in progress or complete? And a lot of people are like, oh, that's actually in progress. And the more in progress, as you see, and then it just gives people that lift and that sort of boost to, 
to get moving properly and then we can really start looking at measuring energy or water or anything else yeah and i think it's also it 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 can it makes it easier for um companies to bring their employees on the journey as well because they can sort of see where if they're if they say if they're looking to bring in staff they can go on and see because i think a lot of young employees especially nowadays are kind of looking for that sort of they want to join companies who are doing good and who are doing more not just the definitely what's needed definitely look i think that's a huge um a huge outcome from covid really and mm. we're, and 100% it's definitely a lot of the, what I put in labels on people, it's like the Gen Z, um, the new Z, sorry, Gen Z. Yeah. And yeah, so from them and also just normal actual people who've, who've reconsidered what they want to do, yeah. want a bit more purpose in their in their life. And that's, it's when you have a team member or a team who's really on board with your company mission and what you're actually doing, it, it makes, it, makes it a lot easier. Yeah. So much easier. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, what's amazing is the, I think nearly everybody that's come in to the podcast so far, COVID was a trigger mm. for them to follow a yeah. path that was not what they were on before. Yeah. And I don't know whether that was from being at home playing board games maybe or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or trying to I know the initial lockdown was the origins of really cloud forests and yeah. sitting and, and really, you know, if COVID didn't happen, would we be sitting here today? Would we be talking to Enzo? And I, I'm loving I'm loving that you then have the tools in Enzo. I know we, you know, we're one of your partners as well. We've just, you know, you're a cool partner of of the Cloud Forest Mission, and yep. we're sort of a reciprocal partner in the in the platform. What I like is what I initially seen in in your 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 uh, initial website was that you had the tools there to engage with rainforest projects, or if you wanted to do something with any one of the charity groups that you're aligned with. So you not only are just providing the platform on a journey, you're providing then tool spaces where somebody may want to join. Cloudforce, or somebody may want to give money to Goal in, in what they're doing. So yeah. talk to us a little bit about the partners that you've got in the space that you've aligned with to, to like, it's like a supermarket really, isn't it? For so, sustainability. Would that be a fair description? It is. When you, when you get to the checkout, maybe. When you get to the that end. checkout at the end. Yeah. And look, to be honest, we launched, I suppose, in August. That element is still a lot of work to be done, and that's a big goal for 2023. So when we spoke initially, that was... Like that was the goal to have people aligning with, and it really is aligning with partners or charities or nonprofits who align with your own strategy. And not, you know, a lot of businesses might have a few hundred quid at the end of the year that they'll give to a random charity, and that's great, but it doesn't really foster any, you know, big impacts or long term relationships. You know, you know what? It's it's it's, it's the exact same as our gift tree, and I, it, I'm sounding like I'm plugging everything from Cloudforce. Yeah, I am, yeah. I am actually, but it's like our gift tree offering. It came from uh, one of our multinational partners saying. You know what? We don't want to give whiskey to somebody anymore. It just we yeah. don't want to be giving alcohol. I I want to give a better gift or that's something that's going. Yeah. So I'm going to want to do something that that uh, makes me feel good, and yeah. the person receiving it can can get something that's worthwhile. That's where our gift trees were born from, yes. um, and I I think I think when you look at coming to the end of your platform, yeah. because I know when it's sometimes hard to start on a process with I've got to answer questions and. When they see the value of the badge, I lo- we love the badges, by the way, and we've introduced our own badge system. Somebody said, somebody only said to me there recently, are, 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 you aren't Scientologists with the, with the badges. <laughs> yeah, and we've yeah, nothing yeah. against Scientology, by the way. We're a neutral uh, uh, organization here. But <laughs> yeah. the badges is a great way of, of you know, we've, we've robbed their badge system from the scouts. So we've loads of little badges, whether you're sponsoring a beehive or, and hopefully they'll come into your pick and mix in your, your, your sustainability Absolutely. and your section. So I, I'm there going, you went to the Web Summit and, and 
uh, you know, Alan, I know, had a chat with you about the Web Summit. Um, and Alan said to me, Jay, I was talking to Donald. He was down to, and I said, yeah, I seen him on LinkedIn. Tell us about the whole Web Summit experience. And is it worthwhile for me and Alan to go off next year to Lisbon for a couple of days? Say yes, Don. Say I yes. Say yes. <laughs> I think the three of us can go to Lisbon. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, definitely. Uh, we might share a stand yeah. next year. Yeah, well, yeah. look, the whole experience was, was amazing. We got selected for, it was called the Alpha Programme. So through that, you got um, to ex exhibit for one day within the web summit. Was, and the sheer scale was just... So was, that, that's a, you, you submit to web summit, is it? Or yeah, so you sort of have an online interview, talk about your business and have a 15-minute interview with them. And like, to be fair, I think there was a lot of people on it. Like there was a lot, was, you know, there might have been a thousand startups exhibiting over the three days yeah. so you exhibit for one day then there's a whole new batch the next day and a whole new batch so you move on you three. move on then you're just to you're in for one day take your sign off the little hooks and leave and, and, that's and it. Is, is that a free program or the interview and then you pay a fee it's is not you pay a fee but you get three tickets with that and um also a lot of good marketing and you're featured on a website and so talk to me about the whole experience of yeah. where i've never been to it but i've watched it online yes so, so talk to me from the first day you arrive into lisbon and yeah, look, it's, um, for firstly, arriving at Lisbon, before we uh, went there, there was a, an event in Dublin in the Web Summit offices, and that was bringing all of the Irish companies together who were going to be going. That was really good. Like, uh, uh, already you're meeting... Did you get like, to meet Paddy? He, he was speaking. I didn't get to meet him, but uh, okay. I didn't... Uh, he, he give a little talk to him. Yeah, okay. very interesting. <laughs> and then um, from there, I suppose... Yeah, so you actually met people. You'd made them connections before you went. And then there was also um, NDRC, who I mentioned earlier on, and um, Hot has PR company, I think, or Beach Hot, PR. Okay. Beach Hot, yeah, yeah Beach Hot. Sorry, yeah. Um, Beach Hot. So they had a joint Irish event uh, the first night. So after the first day I exhibited, we went to that event. I was meeting all of the different Irish founders. And is that on in a pole bar? Or is it on in a restaurant? Yeah, or? yeah it's like an upstairs sort of beautiful, okay. like... In Lisbon. In Lisbon, unbelievable. It's a beautiful city. And like that, I actually found that... So like, there's connections I made there that I'm still speaking with now and that I know I'll speak to and in the future. I'm going to just ask things. I know people listen. Price for accommodation during the Wed Summit is, is that is that something that's organised or it's... it's No, so I booked um, really early. I booked maybe in April or March. Um, it was really early anyway because I knew I wanted to go. So I booked on booking.com. It was like 400... Okay. 50 quid for four nights. Okay. Which is grand. And what was the scale of Web Summit? Like. A lot bigger than, than you'd imagine. It really? was insane. It was insane. There were 70,000 people there. Yeah. Um, they have these hangers, pretty much. There's five hangers, and then the, the huge arena that you see online. The, the big That's a 16,000-seater um, stadium. So it's like know. the size of the tree arena nearly. In. It's huge, and that's yeah. just the, the main stage. And then you go outside of that, and there's huge hangers with so many different companies. And so they had a huge focus on sustainability this year. And... Um, we were exhibiting with all of these other sustainable And what, what were your hopes of going to Web Summit? Was it to find new customers or was it to maybe find investors? Yeah. Or are you looking for investment in the Enzo platform? Is, is yeah, so when I, we will be starting to look for events or investment in March. So that okay. whole process will kick off then. You know, we're first um, on the list. Absolutely, yeah. We, yeah, you'll be <laughs> definitely first on the list. <laughs> okay. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, so so, so is, was that the motive? So originally, when I applied for that, honestly, it was like March or I think it was, yeah, around March. I just wanted to go to Web Summit. I thought it'd be really good friends, so, yeah. and good to, good brand recognition. It's also a great, it's a great networking opportunity as well. Like, the people you meet must be invaluable. Like, 
it's, really, yeah. It's it's the cream of the crop of European tech or world tech, really. So, like, yeah. obviously, you're going to meet incredible people. Definitely. And even just seeing the other startups, like, what's actually trending and what people are really putting their, you know, efforts into and what are the smartest people yeah, putting yeah. their efforts into. That's it's such a big thing. So, look, my motivations were probably, I wanted to go to Lisbon, I wanted to go to Web Summit. Definitely to have initial talks with some investors. And we did get a couple of meetings as well, which is great. And yeah, it was a good experience overall. I think just to have Enzo there and put Enzo on that stage was. Are, really you, are you going back next year? Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All going well. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll head over. And and I I suppose, like I, I'm trying to think. You I, you've said the scale of it's like I I'm I'm trying to. I ha- we have to go and we have to see and. I'm all in. Yeah. I you have so. your main stage with all of these amazing speakers. And then in each of the five hangers, I'm calling them, I can't remember what they called them at the time, but in each one of them, there's a hu- there's a like relatively huge stage as well with, you know, the guy, the founder of ClickUp was on that as well. He was just giving a talk just randomly beside where we were exhibiting. Um, there were so many great speakers and yeah. And the many people came to your stand, was it was there a good traffic flow? Uh, it were was in? really, it's a, you're literally in... Nearly like a cattle mart situation. Yeah. You have a very small, st- like a stand, it's nearly like a metre wide, and you're just up, there's like a row of metre wide stands, and that's just like rows of them. So people are sort of, you know, going up and down different rows, and some people stopping, and if some people like what you're doing, or like your logo, or it's very hard, you know, you're chatting to people all through the day, but um, to quantify exactly how many potential customers it was, or... You know, it's that's hard to to know. But I, think I, I just think it's all. I think these things. Yeah, it's like nearly a learning curve as well. You get it to is. meet so many great people. It might make you think different when you when you. I I always find when I leave Ireland, and I'm not advocating leaving Ireland. When when I go away for a couple of days, mm-hmm. you, you think of what you you come back refreshed, nearly in oh, fresh definitely. ideas. Definitely. Uh, d- tell us a little bit about your solo entrepreneur. There's no other. Directors in the business, is there or is there or is there? No, no, just okay. myself. Yeah. Okay. Just me. So you you're starting your employee zero zero one, technically. I'm employee zero zero one and we've just and I I've always say we because even in our in when we were yeah. when I was pitching, it was always you'd say we to sort of make it sound a bit bigger. Yeah. Like yeah. I doesn't sound we, good. We 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 I was doing that until <laughs> yeah. Alan joined. So yeah, now yeah. we is like kind of us now. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Exactly. And yeah. and and we I can't say now because we did just hire our first um proper team member Erin who's been amazing and she's a sustainability advisor and strategist so she's actually helping businesses and what, what does she do so she yeah if you uh, come online we bring you through the whole system and then we're having like check-in calls with businesses for this ongoing support she'll have some um, creator strategy prioritize what to do next you know break it down into those manageable chunks so you've created employment yep doubled yeah, yeah. your doubled your workforce doubled your workforce in, within within 12 months incredible yeah, yeah, yeah. incredible and it's really yeah it's such a huge job but yeah it is just me as the sort of solo founder and um yeah it can definitely be a, like a, a tough area or a tough position to be in sometimes and how, how do you think um businesses in ireland are taking on the whole challenge of sustainability i know you are focused on the food and drinks yep. industry but how do you think as a overall do you think there's a the groundswell of businesses that are saying we're gonna we we'll have to do something or I think the the no, the knowledge that something has to be done is is growing. But with the smaller businesses, their ability to do that is not because especially with the businesses we work with, they've gotten squeezed on every side from raw materials, suppliers, energy, and then the cost of living, you know, consumer demand. So to go to them and say, Hey guys, we want you to 
you know, put solar panels on your roof and reduce uh, all of your water and, you know. I, I think, I think, ca- it's I, I, I know you came here to, our, uh, we gave you a little bit of a tour because we're running on renewable energy yeah. here and we've got something really special planned in that space that for businesses that don't have the money, that are affected by the energy crisis, uh, we, we, we do have something special coming from the Cloud Forest family yeah. uh, in, in that space and we'll probably have a podcast about it in the solar space. Um, Brilliant. With our partners, really working with our cool partners as well in partnerships, so in our, in our, um, our cool partners in the in the renewable energy space in, in Cloud Forest. Fantastic. So I, I'm trying to think of the biggest thing you've learned on the journey so far. Yes. What's the biggest thing you've learned? And your journey through life, nearly. Like I, I love hearing that you were cutting grass, you were running the DJ, and now you're sitting here and you're, I think Enzo's going to go, I think it's going it, it, to, it's going it, to take flight very quickly. Yes, yeah. I think I think I, you, I love it. Yeah. Love the optimism, and that's actually one of the things, and, and that is the big thing. It's, it's optimism, and to and without sounding cliche, it's just to keep going like all the time, and that's on multiple levels. That's from when you're applying for maybe like I I mentioned some of these accelerator programs or funding. You're applying for all of these things all of the time, and you're getting rejected a lot of the time. You know, so it's just really keeping your vision, and then you do get what you need, and you do get the funding you need, and you know you, you just have to keep going in that sense. Um, and then from there also, yeah, I think, you know, you're trying to pitch to customers and you're trying to build a whole platform and you, I think just keep improving, like, in, in, incremental, uh, incrementally, yeah, yes, yeah. and, and really just, because sometimes when you look at where you are and where you need to be, there's such a huge gap and you need to keep your eye on that, you know, focused on where you need to be and just keep doing the small actions and you will, Get there and I think that's that's underrated advice of just keep going no matter like keep your head down and just do, do the work in the dark rather than sort of pushing like you know it's 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 always easy to say to say you're doing all this and you're doing all that yeah. but I think just doing the work and just tipping away at it it's 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 not uncommon but it's it's less common than it was I think it's less common you don't hear about it because you see the LinkedIn posts or you yeah. see like all the big celebrations, which is great. And people definitely need to celebrate, celebrate yeah, the yeah, wins, yeah. you know, yeah. but like behind all of that, there's like blood, sweat and tears, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. And I think especially when you're on your own, even more so, it's kind of harder to celebrate them wins and it's, it's more important to just kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's strange actually. Yeah. When we got our sort of first customers in through Skillnet, it was such a weird feeling because you're kind of like jumping up and down in the office by yourself and then um, then that's it back to work yeah yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it's, it's really bizarre I, I know I know sometimes in cloud forest we don't celebrate the wins um, I, I said this to Alan mm-hmm. that you, 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 you're bringing people we, we you know last Friday I think it was we in one day I, I we onboarded three cool partners that are being announced we, we've stuck to our Every Thursday, we announced Elm Gray, Elm Gray today. We had Digicom last week, and we've we we do we keep our reveals quiet. We have a wonderful company um, from the Cavan region joining okay. us um, next uh, week. And I think um, you know sometimes you you get over the line, and it's it's nearly like running a hundred meter race. Is what you know you, you've done all the training. Mm-hmm. You go, you do the hundred meter race, and then when you go through the winning line, you go, yeah. Yeah, but then you're back to training the next day, exactly. and you're ready for the next yeah. race, and the next race, yeah. and the next race, and bigger races, maybe running faster. Yeah. If I'm using the, the right analogy, I, I'm I'm super excited about Enzo and our partnership and our relationship yeah, with you, and 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 certainly, you know, I've said it to numerous people, um, that I've interacted with, that you need to look at Enzo, but I've also said to them, 
I, he's focused on the food and drinks beverage at the moment. And I think yeah. that's one of the things I think that's very telling about yourself is, is to have that focus on one sector to not just go, I'm here and trying to be onboarding. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really tough, especially when you're trying to give really spe- specific advice and bespoke advice and you just couldn't do it to, and you just water it down and we will, I'm sure look at different sectors and see where the, um, I was at the gifted place in the RDS yesterday okay. just to talk to food and drink producers but there you had you know like soap makers candle makers all of these different sort of crafts which you know could uh, also suit Enso as well and I think I think when you look at your your I love the QR code as, yeah. a, as a piece of packaging I some you know that because I know consumers more and more consumers that you know what I'm talking to people on a regular basis mm-hmm. people are going what's what's the story behind this brand yeah you know and uh, I think People are making little choices. You only have to look at the news every day of what's happening in, around climate and yeah. sustainability. And, you know, it's only when it visits you where you, you know, where, and I, and I think, I think what people are starting to see now that it's getting closer to home. When it used to be in far off places, it was like, oh. Big time, you know? yeah, sure. Yeah. It was, and October, it was warm for most yeah. of October. Yeah. It was mild. You well, you know, you know there, there's, there's an interesting thing on a, on a finishing note our gift trees again. Um, we developed the grove over the last sort of 12 months. We put yep. the pathway in in September and we were due to plant in October when plant, planting season starts. We're not planting until two weeks' time okay. because it's been too warm in the country to get trees out of, of um, the, the nurseries. So, that's, yeah. yeah. That's so, tangible. Yeah, it's that's tangible. So, yeah, yeah. so, like, I, I'm sort of like, kind of, have you any other questions, Alan? Yeah, so like the last question I'd like to ask is, what are the big plans for Enzo for 2023? What's the, what's the next steps? Yep, great question. And really looking at that hard now at the minute. So, for us, definitely, like, hiring our first team member with Aaron, mm. you can just see the the benefit of that so my big focus is on growing the team yeah and um, but to do that we need to grow our customer base and also most likely get investments so there are the three areas i think we'll probably stick within the food and drink sector you're working with great businesses um we will look to the uk definitely and we'll probably launch some soft marketing there like this week or next week and look yeah and really go there in january and then potentially the us who knows and the big one for me is definitely and this is where it came speaking with you originally um Bernard was around partnerships and collaborations. I think by really partnering for us with businesses within that sector will be, you know, fast tracks a lot of things. And then you're overlapping and helping each other's customers. I have a very simple motto. There's no competition in this. Yeah. And if you are more successful than me, that's brilliant. Because yeah. I, certainly we're mission focused in terms of, you know, we're, we're not, you know, we're not here to compete. Like we're here to help each other, and mm-hmm. you know, I know even going out to our stepping stones forests uh, project, we we went out and we met those guys, and we've done blogs, and we've John Kybert in on our podcast about giving people a platform yep. to come and talk about their mission. Because mm-hmm. you know, I hope somebody listening today goes to enzoinitiatives.com and I know we'll have it on our when we announce it on the we'll have all the links to your website. Um, that they come up and they they sign up and. Yeah. They start their sustainability journey and then hopefully we'll meet them along the way once they've they've put all their goals around everything that you're doing. Yeah, and look, actually just to say as well, um, if you are a different business outside of food and drink, definitely come to the website. We've lots of great um, advice and blogs and resources there. And also you can book in a call, like we'll happily have a chat with you. And, you know, a lot of the... the the framework is the same, and it's the same sort of steps you need to take. So happily... I, I, think, you're, I think your enthusiasm is infectious. It's, 
you have a real buzz about you. And um, yeah, I, I, look, thanks for coming in today. Know, thank you very much, Baron. And likewise, and you know, that was the initial, how uh, we started speaking initially. And we had, you know, there's definitely great synergies. Really look forward to working a lot closer now with um, Clive Ross. Definitely. Definitely. Thanks. Thanks, thanks so much. Thanks. Cheers. Have a good one.